couch crouches. <laughs> Old school, man. That was a, a rocking guitar theme, and then yeah. just. <laughs> Well, I wanted to Distorted put something. Voice. Yeah. I wanted to put something down. It took like, you know, right. like so. I just grabbed a bunch of shit, recorded the tur- just recorded couch grouches, and then mm-hmm. like f- fucked around with it yeah. in my in the computer. Threw it down. It was couch grouches. <laughs> I hated it the minute I started, <laughs> but I'm like, you know what? We're putting out a fucking podcast, mm-hmm. and next thing I know, I used it for a couple episodes. Yeah. And then when we re- when we relaunched, I thought about this. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought about that when I when we relaunched. I was like, all right. We got to do something that is a little bit more um, applicable to our humor and the, mm-hmm. the way we kind of we're kind of dry, we're kind of deprecating, we're right. kind of and I thought like just rid, you know kind of silly, mm-hmm. ironic, fucking bad jazz yeah. thing that I fucking did in GarageBand like for five minutes, and I actually that or that this fucking theme song, mm-hmm. yeah. I actually wrote this for um, a trailer yeah. that I, um, when I was working for Elmwood Productions, mm-hmm. um, I wrote a lot of stock music for stuff we could do. Because doesn't it sound like it should be in a movie trailer? Yeah. You know? But you see, when I hear it, what I what I hear yeah. in the background is, woman... <laughs> Okay. Whoa, man. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that was the type of thing I was yeah. thinking of, though. But, like, think of it this way. Um, okay. It's a trailer to a movie. Ready? Mm-hmm. Fraser Crane is back in Seattle. And he's a free man. Except for... Good God, Miles! <laughs> you know, just saying. So I've I, I've been watching a lot of Cheers lately. Mm-hmm. Like it's like you came in, I was watching yeah. fucking Cheers. So it, I, I, it's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. By the way, uh, hi, welcome to Couch Crouches. This is Jim. I'm Joe. All right, so it's Jim and Joe. Gonzo's uh, in rehearsals. Um, the reason that we haven't had a show, we didn't have a show last week, was I think because of rehearsals and then weather and then shit. So and then last week he was in rehearsals. I was in Florida. You were in Florida, and um, and then we I, were all gonna. And I, my guest didn't come through. Yeah, that's what it was. And then uh, we were gonna record Tuesday. I got held up doing some personal things. Yes. Then we were gonna record yesterday, and the weather was shit. Right. So here we are now. Yeah. And I actually may end up recording yet another podcast tonight after you, when we're oh, done yeah. with this one. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah. Uh, Marking the Territory is back, ladies and gentlemen. Jim Williams, Adam Bowe talking about professional wrestling. Check mm-hmm. it out. Marking the Territory, gmail.com. Marking the Territory on Facebook. Um, yeah, there, were, there was a pay per view this weekend. And then uh-huh. there were, you know, we, there's been, you know, a couple of the shows. And we really want to try to get back on, on the, in the saddle with that and get some regular content out. Mm-hmm. I will say you want to check out Marking the Territory on YouTube because we actually put content on YouTube. Um, it's usually just me and Adam driving places talking about wrestling, but at least we throw something out there. Mm-hmm. Speaking of which, yeah, uh, in theory, it's built, but I haven't really have we launched anything on it yet. I mean, we there is a Couch Crouches YouTube. I don't think. I mean, unless you've put something on. I don't there. think I, don't I think have we've put anything um, up there. So, I guess I guess that's going to be part of the meat. So we'll get to that. Mm-hmm. I guess. Yeah. Today's show is about um, what we want to do with Couch Crouches yeah. now. I want to talk about some some subjects, kind of go over stuff that we want to talk about, mm-hmm. and then kind of open the. Um, open the floor to, you know, of social media and such to ideas, what you guys think about them. Um, 
you know, we may up, you know, may start three. Oh, I'm getting ahead of myself. May throw up some polls and shit. Um, but yeah, so what's new in your life, Joe? Uh, well, like I said last week, I was in Florida, did a couple days in the Keys, and then went up to Orlando, did a couple days in Disney. Uh, probably gonna go back uh late september try to do uh disney halloween you do spend some time in fucking disney i like disney you're regular you're regular dan and kelly now disney is like my ideal vacation location well it's really all kind of um centralized like it's everything you want to do is in one place if you catch a flight down to orlando they have the disney magic bus line that takes you directly to your resort if Mm -hmm. you're staying on a resort and then anything that you need from there, Disney accommodates for you. And like, plus, if you stay on resort and you get the magic band, so that's, you know, you get to wear this thing on the, your wrist. That's your hotel room key. It's, you know, you can pay for things with it. It's your fast pass. It's all the, it's like, so for me, who like loves to have everything planned out and like good to go, yeah, that's it's the, like, that's the German in you. Yeah, that's German. It's like, right hey, there. are you German at all? A little bit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I actually you're just about got, as German as I am. I so I did. Too. I did the twenty three and Me thing a few years back. I have mine sitting here to and actually then, do. I um, for Christmas, I got an Ancestry.com DNA kit. That's what I have is the Ancestry.com. And I, I just I I did it mm-hmm. and then I didn't spit enough, so they sent me yeah. a new one, and I never did it again. I feel like the Ancestry.com one is a lot more focused in on like more recent. Yeah, uh, relatives. Whereas twenty three and Me it just goes as wide like, as possible. Put you all the way back to Africa. So like. <laughs> My Ancestry.com one came back, and I was 49% Irish. Yeah, that's Whereas about, my right. 23 and Me one, when that came back, it was more like 41%. I'm still very Irish yeah, in either case. Pretty fucking Irish. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I mean, uh, you know, that, that's kind of cool. Places like that are very cool. Like, one yeah. of the coolest things that I ever, I ever saw, which is very cool, um, Jamie and I, a long time ago, she was like twelve years ago. We, we, we had we had hadn't had the house very long. Went to we we never had a, a straight like a, like a hardcore honeymoon. Mm-hmm. So um, we went to Vegas mm-hmm. year a couple of years later. Yeah, and that was our honeymoon. Mm-hmm. And I'd come into a bit of a bit of money with a with with an uh, an inheritance. Yeah. So we made a decision. We were going to go, mm-hmm. and we were going to see how fucking ridiculous we could be. Yeah. And we were. So I got like. A super nice room at the MGM Grand, mm-hmm. um, the Judy Garland room. Um, you think I'm fucking kidding? That's what it was. But the cool thing was, so you know, you take off and you land in McCarran Airport, mm-hmm. and the high end casinos. When you get into the terminal, mm-hmm. they have the hotels in the airport terminal mm-hmm. have check in desks. Yeah, that's so you, awesome. You go up to the mm-hmm. desk. James Williams, room, da-da, Mr. Williams, here we go, okay, scan off your keys, there you go, we will take your luggage, mm-hmm. your luggage will be in your room, mm-hmm. would you like a, tra- would you like our, uh, would you like our complimentary shuttle to take you to the hotel, to somewhere on the strip, or do you want to go to Fremont Street? Right. No shit? Yeah. Now, our problem was... Mm-hmm. We got there. We our our flight was at like seven o'clock in the morning from mm-hmm. from Hartford. Yeah, and it was about a I don't know, four hour flight, which means we landed in Vegas at about eight o'clock in the morning. Right. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. Our room wasn't ready until at that point. We, we got there. They said, oh, your room will be ready at 3. Mm-hmm. And I said, yeah. it's 8.30 in the morning. Mm-hmm. Um, you've just taken our clothes and most of the things that we own. Um, we are exhausted and really don't want to go outside mm-hmm. because it's 8 o'clock in the morning and it's 110 degrees yeah. outside. Now, you ever hear someone say to you, it's a dry heat. It's a dry heat. 115 degrees is 115 degrees, and I don't yeah. give a fuck how wet it is, okay? It, it, it just means that my balls aren't as swampy. Right, right. Yeah, they're not sticking to my leg. They're crisping, yeah. you know, off my taint. So, couchcratches <laughs> at gmail.com, ladies and gentlemen. Um, tell your friends. Check us out on Podbean. Um did I tell this? I haven't told this story on the show. On the him. show? No, I don't no. think so. Um, so yeah, like we walked. Her, so like, we're like, what are we gonna fucking do? They're like, well, I'll tell you what. Take take the uh, take the shuttle to the hotel. Mm-hmm. It's Vegas, man. Th- there's shopping everywhere. Mm-hmm. Our you will enjoy. You you know, go get something to eat. Mm-hmm. Walk around, shop, check out the white fucking lion, white fucking tiger that we have mm-hmm. in the goddamn hotel. Yeah. Don't think a couple years later that anxiety wouldn't have made that an issue <laughs> with me. Um, and you know, yeah, yeah. I, I, in, I, story being the night, be- the the day before, I had catered a party. Mm-hmm. Me and my friend Joe, different Joe, yeah, um, had catered a party. For my friend jo- Josh Tanner, Josh, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. Um, so the the fr- the night before that, we spent all night prepping the food, mm-hmm. all night prepping the food, yeah. And I, um, so I prepped this huge, gigantic party. It's a lot of food. Mm. Got to his house Saturday morning about eight. Mm-hmm. So I think we 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 prepped until five in the morning. Yeah. I slept until eight, grabbed a shower, got over to the house with all of the food by nine, started cooking by ten. Mm-hmm. Hot outside, it was, you know, it, it was was working the whole time. Mm-hmm. Went until it went until like seven thirty, eight o'clock, mm-hmm. when we were finally done. Mm-hmm. I'm exhausted. I gotta go to Vegas the next day. Right. I haven't packed a fucking stitch. Mm-hmm. My wife's like, bullshit, I'll pack. I'll tell you what, I will clean up from catering. I'll clean I will clean this up. Because mm-hmm. that was the other thing I was gonna this is my gift to him for this. Right. It was for uh, it was it's kinda like a male baby shower. Mm-hmm. I think there's there's a whole story behind that. Yeah. I, she's like, go home, take a shower and go to sleep. Like mm-hmm. you need to sleep. So I did. I came home and I slept. And I went to bed about ten o'clock. Yeah. And I did sleep. Jamie got home about 11 mm-hmm. from cleaning up and hanging out. And she started to pack. Mm-hmm. She got to sleep at about four. Yeah. We left at six mm-hmm. to get to the airport for like our 730, 7.45 yeah. flight. Mm-hmm. So needless to say, and this was Southwest, mm-hmm. we did not take a nice flight. Yeah. That was a mistake. Mm-hmm. 
at that point, considering that we were that money was not we were we were we were trying to ball be a baller about it. Yeah. Why we decided to to, to be thrifty on the do plane? Do bus with wings. I wasn't I wasn't gonna pay. I, I we didn't want to do first class yeah. to Vegas, but like you know, I'm like we could have done we could have flown coach. Like I don't know what the mm-hmm. fuck's the matter with us. So it wasn't a comfortable flight. So we flew, got there. As I said, now it's 8.30 in the morning. We're wandering 115 degrees desert of fucking Las Vegas. What are we going to do? Mm. We walk around. We walk around. And it's nice, but we're exhausted. Yeah. So fucking tired. So we're talking to one guy at the restaurant. Mm-hmm. And we're like, hey, dude, do you know anywhere, like, you know, besides you know, besides the two of us just sitting here and fucking, like, just darkening your doorway for a while? By the way, they said that the, the hotel said that they would try to get the room open by noon. Yeah. That's very important. Mm-hmm. You know, can you think of anywhere like just where you go and just like heads down for a couple hours? And he's like, I got just the place, dude. Mm. In here, there's the CBS Studios test, um, like test uh, yeah. facility, but yeah, test they do like the test pilots place. and stuff. Yeah, he's like, not only can you go, you'll get all the free drinks you want. Mm-hmm. I mean, like not alcohol, but yeah. like all the free drinks you want. Snacks, and they'll give you a twenty dollar bill on the way out. Mm-hmm. Get the fuck out of here! I'm like, yeah. He's like, you just gotta sign up. You gotta get there. He's like, but it's fucking ten o'clock in the morning. They're gonna take you at the door. It's yeah. ten o'clock in the morning. Mm-hmm. So I watched. We watched. Like, so we went. We we did it. We just mm-hmm. went. What the fuck? We'll, we'll watch TV on vacation, like you do. <laughs> and we watched two really bad pilots. Mm-hmm. Um, I drank all the Coca Cola one would want. Mm-hmm. Um, the lights were down. The air conditioning was high. I slept through one of the shows. I'll mm-hmm. tell you that right now. Um, and woke up and stumbled out of the television thing, $40 richer. Mm-hmm. Looked at my my phone, my new BlackBerry. <laughs> um, and the room was ready. There you go. So it's like, oh, great. We'll go up. We'll go to the room. We'll get cleaned up. And we'll go out. It'll mm-hmm. be fun. So we, 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 we get up to the room, and I'm like, Jesus Christ, 110 to 115 degrees outside, Jane. It's going to be like this all week, you know. She's like, yeah. I said, well, what, what we really should do is we should sleep all day in Vegas all night. And she's mm-hmm. like, well, that's not why I came. I didn't want to do that. That, 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 that ends. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, all right, so I'll tell you what I'm going to do. I'm going to um, take my pants off, mm-hmm. and I'm going to take like an hour nap. Mm-hmm. Like, this is a lovely bed, yeah. nice air-conditioned room, everything's set up for these flowers for us. Okay, lovely. Mm-hmm. I'm going to take a fucking nap. I've earned a goddamn nap. Yeah. And she's like, yeah, you know what? I'm going to take a shower. Mm-hmm. She's like, because I didn't get to shower because I waited too long to pack. Mm-hmm. I'm like, well, yeah. She's like, I'm going to take a shower. Mm-hmm. So she didn't get to shower before she, took, she got on the plane. I had yeah. to, like, roll her out of bed and go, let's go, dude, you mm-hmm. know? You know, splash a cup of coffee in her face right, and yeah. get out, get out the fucking door. So she's like, "I'm gonna bathe because I'm not comfortable with my mm-hmm. existence right now." And then I'll join him. We'll, we'll take, you know, we'll sleep for an hour. Mm-hmm. And that was at like what, twelve thirty. Mm-hmm. So ten thirty at night we wake up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah, ten thirty at night we wake up that night, and uh, you know. Jamie wakes up and she's like, oh, we wasted the entire day. And I said, woman, in any other city on earth, you'd be absolutely right. Yeah. But 
And that's what we discovered. It's it's true. Everything's open. Everything's mm-hmm. everything to do. And we had a blast that vacation. Yeah. And um, I got really drunk a mm. lot, but not like ridiculous walking down the street like a lot of people were. Like yeah. I went. So I didn't vacate. I don't, I'm sorry that this turned into my vacation. <laughs> We're talking about your vacation. <laughs> no, no worries. Just a dick. Um, I didn't like carouse get drunk. Mm-hmm. I went to the casino with a stack of money yeah. and sat and lost money and drank all night. Mm-hmm. It was glorious. Yeah. It was glorious. I usually do well out at the casino. Like I do mm-hmm. pretty good. Like, I mean, I'll go to the casino and I'll lose. It's fine. Yeah. But I like won't get my clock clean. Mm-hmm. I went to Vegas. The shit kicked out of me. Mm-hmm. Holy shit. I'm not going to tell you how much money I lost, but it was more than five grand. Yeah. Oh, wait. Um, <laughs> it was a lot of fucking money. So it was a great vacation, though. Yeah. So you know, it was. It was I fun. mean, it's still it's still a good time, even if you're losing money. I, I mean, I didn't lose money. Yeah, because you know that's whenever I go to the casino, I don't. I take the money that I'm going to spend for the night, mm-hmm. and so, so if I take a couple hundred dollars, well, I'm going to take that money is lost. Yeah, like that money. I the moment I take it out of the ATM, it's mm-hmm. already gambled away. Well, that's the and that's the thing is if you go to Vegas, that's the one place you can go on vacation and spend your money and come back with more. But you're still going there to spend your money. Yeah, you just. I and and I experienced a lot of people that were not there to spend money. Mm-hmm. They were there to desperately win money. Yeah, and I tell you, <laughs> couch grouches tangent all over the place. Mm-hmm. Um. Where I saw it the worst was Atlantic City. Yeah. So we went to Atlantic City, mm-hmm. and I sat down at the table at the now gone um, Hilton. Mm-hmm. They had a great casino. Their casino was like kind of like swanky. Yeah. Like anyone could go in, mm-hmm. but it like felt like a casino in a James Bond movie. Yeah. But like an old James Bond movie, mm-hmm. not like fucking Casino Royale, like super like slick, but I mean like Like fucking, a Connery style? Like a Connery style fucking, mm-hmm. like, you know, like there would be like a fuck. So, okay, like this is very kind of kind of fucking James Bondy type shit. Um, that was the kind of style it was. Yeah. Very, very kind of um, marble, mm-hmm. chandeliers, yeah. d- but, but like accented with dark wood and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Like, so I I'm standing there looking at this table game. It was Hold'em Showdown, which is a fucking which is a fucking scam game. But mm-hmm. I'm I'm standing there watching like and my wife's like, I'm gonna go play the slots because that's how I fucking roll. Yeah. What are you doing? I'm like, I'm just trying to figure out how to play this game. Mm-hmm. And there's this Arab guy sitting down at the table. Why do I say he was Arab? Because he was fucking Arab. Mm-hmm. And he looks at me and goes, Well, you sit down with me, I teach you. Mm-hmm. Well, no, you sit down with me. I teach you. So I sit down, and he teaches me the game. Mm-hmm. And I sat at that table for six hours. Yeah. In the first hour, my vacation was paid for. Mm-hmm. Paid for. Yeah. Um, I won a lot of money that weekend. Mm-hmm. Sitting there at the table with this guy that night. First of all, it was bizarre, because I had been to Indian casinos, you know, but, mm-hmm. you know yeah. Mohegan and, 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 and Foxwood. Mohegan, right, yeah. Mohegan's better. Um, you been to one up in Springfield yet? No, I drove that. past it. It looks tiny. Yeah, I get that. Yeah, but I mean, I gotta go and check mm-hmm. it out. Um, but like, the waitresses would come over, you know, cocktail waitresses, mm-hmm. and you know they're like, okay, so you guys need anything? And it's like, you know, yeah, here, you know, obviously you drink all you want, and mm-hmm. but the, the Arab guy's like, 
Yes, here's my card. You go get me cigarettes. And she's like, okay, yeah, no, no, what would you like? I smoke, um, I don't know, what do you smoke? Camels, I'm racist. Mm. <laughs> um, and I'm like, oh, shit, you can order stuff? Goes, yeah, you order whatever you want. Do you want something to eat? And she's like, you know, I'm like, you can get something to eat? She's like, I can't, like, get you a plate of food, but, like, get you something from the, like, you, even, she's like, you want a sandwich or a candy bar? I'm like, can I get a sandwich and a candy bar? She's like, yeah. I'm like, all right, cool. I said, can I get a fucking... Can I get a fucking Maker's Mark while you're at it, too? Mm-hmm. She's like, I got it right here for you. It was just weird. I'd never been to a mm. casino where, like, fucking full, like yeah. a fucking full service. But there was this woman sitting um, next to us, and she was this Asian woman. Mm-hmm. And she had a, an envelope of money. Mm-hmm. Never a good sign. Yeah. And um, was just losing and losing and losing and getting the shit kicked out of her. Mm-hmm. And her phone kept ringing yeah and you know you're not supposed to answer your phone at the, at the table but mm-hmm. she turned away you know yeah. while they're while they're shuffling and she's talking and she's talking and she's talking I'm sorry and she's talking in Mandarin Chinese evidently mm-hmm. and the Arab guy bends over and says something to her in Mandarin fucking Chinese because <laughs> it's a James Bond casino <laughs> right. and he looks at me he goes do you know what's happening right now and I said no he goes that's her kid's college fund. That's her husband that's been calling her. She's been at this for four days fucking straight trying to get get back. I'm, mm-hmm. like, I'm like, are you fucking making this up right now? He's like, why? Why would I do this to you? We are having good time. He goes, I want to see this bitch lose. He literally said, I want to see this bitch lose. And he had the accent mm-hmm. and everything. I walked away with it. you know, And my wife won on the slots. Mm-hmm. Who fucking Atlantic City? You wouldn't think you'd win anything. Right, the yeah. rest of the weekend, because mm-hmm. it's just a weekend. Rest of the weekend didn't win a goddamn thing. Yeah, she won on slots, mm-hmm. but I didn't win a fucking thing at tables. Yeah, not a fucking thing. That's all right. what you gotta do. So yeah. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so you went on vacation. Yeah, it was good. We had a good time. Went on vacation with the lady mm-hmm. and uh, her roommate. We have to have your, we have to have your special lady on the show. Sure, we should o- come on. Only because she's like my friend as well. And we were talking about because yeah. we were talking about going back for Disney Halloween. We we're talking yeah. about because people go out and they do costumes and shit. You gonna go? You gonna, gonna go? Sweeney Todd and uh, and um, and so Mrs. Lovett. We have a couple ideas. I gave her the fucking dress. Yeah. But some of the- so full disclosure, Joe was Sweeney Todd this summer, as you're mm-hmm. all aware, and he's dating Mrs. Lovett. Yeah, and because that's just what you do. But she's talking about. Um, remember in the her name's Janine. She's very yeah. nice. We're did big you fans. See, did you see the uh, the um, parts of the Caribbean movies? Yeah, you know um, the goddess Calypso. Oh, that's fucking dope. But she's she's gonna be like a white Calypso. Well, she got her ancestry back, and she ain't all that white. She just looks it. <laughs> yeah, but still, dude. But so. She was talking about building the costume for that, and I was like, what if I just grew out my beard and made it into tentacles, and then I'd be Davy Jones. See, if I was going to be anybody from Pirates of the Caribbean, I'd want to be fucking Barbosa. Yeah, with the big hat. Yeah, and the monkey. Although we were talking about- um, The zombie monkey? We are talking about all sorts of different things, so we're, you know, we, we have all these ideas, and it's just- when we have I think the she money goes. The I think she goes. Sweeney Todd and Mrs. Lovett. We'll see. We're 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 thinking about trying to stick to Disney properties, but uh, we'll see. Just because okay. we're in. Disney. No, that's fine. That's fine. She that's wants fine. to go, and then she's talking about building like every single Disney villain that's ever existed. You know, what you could do, mm-hmm. and you got time. And she's handy. Mm-hmm. You'd and Gonzo would help you. Mm-hmm. 
she could go as Ray and you could go as Kylo Ren. Mm-hmm. Of course, Kylo Ren doesn't have a beard. Yeah. But that's okay. You could take your beard off. Not you good. Jackass. I don't know. I'm just trying to think like cool, like a Star mm-hmm. Wars stuff. Yeah. Or she could go as fucking Princess Leia because she could certainly mm-hmm. bun her hair. I could go as Chewbacca. You could go as Chewbacca. <laughs> she could go as Han Solo and you could go as Chewbacca. She would totally do that. <laughs> That'd be pretty you? fucking she cool. She would totally fucking do that. Yeah. Um, as for me, I got a new job. My new job is really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a baby. He's dope. Yeah. Um, He's upstairs now, though. He is. It's bedtime. He's sleeping. It's, it's bedtime. Um, yeah. That's um, become my wife's job. Yeah. To put him to bed. Um, only because I'm, uh, I'm, I'm neglectful. Mm-hmm. So not really, but just that's just what happened. Hey, Jamie, am I, ne- am I a neglectful father or? Okay. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> Um. Yeah, so that's life. Gonzo is in a show right now, and he's getting ready for the Ren Fair. And he is, yeah, he's, he's doing a busy man. yeah fight practice and mm-hmm. stuff like that. So his schedule is a little hairy, much right. like Joe's was earlier in the year. So, mm-hmm. uh, but he will be back soon. Yeah, and he was. He said the other day, like he was. He's only got a couple of weeks of this, like doubling up stuff. Yeah, yeah. But he'll be back soon. But yeah, again, it's you know, it's, it's funny because people are always like, "Oh God, you guys breaking up? You don't like each other anymore?" And it's like, dude, we have lives. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Um. So unless you guys get more friends to listen, so that we can get people to sponsor this podcast, so they'll pay us money, so we can do it more to get paid to do it. I mean, there is that. You can, you know. Send your friends the link to this podcast, and then you can email us to let us know that you did that, and maybe we'll give you a shout-out or something, you know? Yeah. Or post a review on iTunes and subscribe, because that also helps us. Just, you know, ideas. And we'll talk about that more as we go. Mm. Um, so, yeah, why don't you, uh, why don't we... Um Start with the news. I mean, I don't even I don't even want to do a theme song. Like just having you do that yeah. just makes me happy. Um so I don't know. I, I saw a cool so I saw a um I saw a uh, a headline that I thought would be like semi dorky, mm-hmm. like but but it just turned out to be a really interesting article. Yeah. Um the world's largest bee is spotted for the first time in decades. Hmm. I so know bees live that long. They don't. They don't. It was um it's this species of bee mm-hmm. that was th- assumed to be either extinct or mm-hmm. whatever and um in Indonesia, mm-hmm. and finally a nature photographer got it. So, um, someday on Instagram, we'll start posting mm-hmm. stuff from our podcast. But I'm going to show Joe uh, the, the the bee in comparison to a Holy normal bee. Shit, that's a big bee. Yeah, he's a fucking big bee. Fuck they say he's about bee. the size of a thumb. E. Um, the whole thumb. E. Yeah. So. Um, oh, this is see. This is what happened. Is the bee started dying because of climate change. Yeah. And now the bees are making a comeback. And so big bees here, and they're like, don't fuck with us anymore. But strangely enough, this bee does not have a stinger. Okay. And it seems to have these big mandibles. You see the mandibles mm-hmm. on it? They don't use them for biting. They use them for carrying dew. 
huh. and nectar. Like they're like the most docile fucking bumblest of bees. That's because they're so big. Nobody wants to fuck with. Yeah, them. Who the fuck wants to fuck with that? If I see a bug the size of my thumb or bigger, yeah, like I've seen. There are bugs that are supposed to be like that. Like right. a well, this is a natural bee. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So it's this. The female size of this bee has been recorded at at least a uh, inch and a half long. So I mean, that's yeah. That's about a that's tongue. a yeah. Uh, with a tongue that's nearly an inch long. Oh. Anything so, that's got a long tongue, it's fucking weird. Yeah. Um, yeah. So. And it, it lives, um, this one they found the bee living in a termite nest uh, on the side of a tree. Evidently, that's their preferred habitat. So they, like, termites, like, build a nest, and they're like, mm-hmm. fuck that, I'm moving in. So, yeah. Um, yeah, so. Is the scientific name, like, Genius Simone's? Genius Simone's? Because it got the long tongue. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> um uh, the, the the it's called the Wallace giant giant bee, mm-hmm. named after the dude that it uh, that discovered it. Its Latin name is Megachile Pluto. <laughs> That's what it is, Megachile Pluto. Okay. Um. Yeah, it's a big fucking bee. It's got to be big if it has Mega in the name. Yeah, and it's a big fucking bee mm-hmm. too. Holy shit! Yeah, I'm not fucking with that. Bee. Holy shit! But it's uh, it's. Evidently, it scrapes resin from trees mm. um, and then rolls with its mandibles and then rolls the resin into a ball mm-hmm. and it carries it back to its nest with the mandibles. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, that clearly has strong mandibles, but right. it does not, it doesn't sting. It doesn't, mm-hmm. it's just fucking dope. Mm. All right. So, what do you got? You got anything so, more interesting than that? I mean, it depends on your uh, definition of interesting. Um, but, uh, Future friend of the show, Kevin Smith. I don't know if you've heard about this. I have. He is uh, planning on bringing a Howard the Duck animated series to Hulu. He is not planning. It's already in He has been contracted to do it and is working with Meatwad from Aqua Teen Hunger Force. And he's recruited Leah Thompson from the Howard the Duck movie. To play Beverly. Well, I don't know if she's going to play Beverly, though. It's it's a super secret role, he's stated. But... um, he, I don't uh, think she's playing Beverly. What was it? His, the quote from him on, I believe it was either Twitter or Instagram. That's Instagram. It was, it was Instagram. Uh, I can't spoil where we're going, but I can tell you this. I already asked movie Howard heroine at Leah Thompson to lend us her vocal quack foo in the to be revealed role later. Yes. And she did not say no. Um, but yeah, after his big heart attack, he's making a big comeback. So yeah, Kev is uh, currently in New Orleans. Mm-hmm. Um, I listen to all of to most of Kevin's podcasts. Mm-hmm. Um, my favorite podcast is Hollywood Babylon with uh, Kevin Smith and Ralph Garman, who's a radio personality, former radio personality mm-hmm. in L.A. And he just like he does voices. He's fucking hysterical. He's a genius. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's talked quite a bit about this. Um, at first, he couldn't talk about it at all because yeah. it was a super secret project. But he's been talking about it. Um, but right now, he's also, as we speak, in New Orleans, filming Jay and Silent yeah. Bob reboot. Mm-hmm. Now, um, people that don't know what the fuck they're talking about are stupid. It is not a reboot of Jay and Silent Bob. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it is a movie making fun of reboots. Right. Okay, because it's still, sort of like it's Jay still and Jay and Silent, Silent Bob. Strike Back. Okay, so it it's it's a sequel to Jay and Bi- yeah. Silent Bob Strike Back. What is what is the plot of Jay and Silent Bob reboot? 
they're someone is rebooting the blunt chron, blunt man and chronic movie mm-hmm. and they're going to go and try to stop it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's yeah, it's I mean, listen man, these movies aren't fucking genius, but so yeah, he's doing Howard the Duck. It's mm-hmm. exciting. Um he he had been teasing for a while that it was, you know, he got to the opportunity to work in the biggest IP he's ever mm-hmm. you know, been involved with. Do we with. know if he's bringing Seth Green in to be the voice? I don't, I don't remember. I, I mean, canon? I, I do know that the um, villain is Dr. Bong. Mm-hmm. If you know, if you know Howard the Duck, it's not a bong you smoke out of. It's a guy with a giant bell for a head. Mm-hmm. Um, Howard the Duck is weird. Fucking comic. Howard the Duck is weird. <laughs> um, that movie is also that that movie was not good. I watched that movie too many times. But I watch bad movies a lot. I watched that movie. I'll tell you what, dude. I was, um, ever since Back to the Future, mm. I have always been a uh, Leah Thompson fan. Yeah. Um, she's fucking hot. Mm-hmm. And she was hot in fucking Howard the Duck. Mm-hmm. And she was as close to naked as, as yeah. you were going to get. Oh, that's all right. What are you going to do? Yeah. Um, but those animated things, they're also making, um, so, I mean, Hulu announced mm-hmm. uh, a deal to carry four Mar- I'm, I'm totally bogarting mm-hmm. your article just because I, I have more it. info on it. Mm-hmm. I'm not bogarting and I'm just la- yeah. launching off. So there's going to be four Marvel animated shows. There's going to be mm-hmm. Howard the Duck. There's going to be Tigra and Dazzler, which okay. I'm a Dazzler fan. And I have a rant that mm-hmm. Dazzler is involved in. And if we have enough time, I'll do it. Mm-hmm. Um, Hit Monkey. And the one that I'm looking forward to, they're doing a MODOK cartoon. Are you familiar with MODOK? Yeah, yeah. The- What's it? What does MODOK stand for? It's murder. It's uh, what is mechanized? Mechanized something designed only for killing. Yeah, Yeah. because he changed it. Yeah, it used to be it used to be computing, but then he changed to a K. So 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 their Disney is making their Disney Plus streaming app, which is going to have a bunch of these big shows, but they're letting Hulu. Well, no, not letting. They own commanding interest in Hulu now. Oh shit! They bought. They bought. They bought, I don't know if it's, it's not all of it, mm-hmm. but they, they have a large stake oh. in Hulu. That's why they're, you know, that's why they're doing it to Hulu. You know, and of course, obviously, you know, this can also wind into, mm-hmm. you know, Punisher and Jessica Jones finally got the axe this week right, as yeah. well. Um, and, you know, and, you know, the initial reports, and I actually had this discussion on social media with uh, Jordan at tabletostage.com. Mm-hmm. Um, good podcast. Check it out. Um uh, you know, he's like, oh, well, you know, I hear that, uh, that, you know, that they're not bringing these back and that, you know, maybe Hulu's going to try to pick them up or something like that. And it's like, and then Jeff Loeb mm-hmm. wrote an open letter to Marvel's TV fans going, yeah, we're, you're going to see these characters right, again. Yeah. Don't, don't worry about it. You're going to see yeah. these characters again. Of course so, you are. Of course you are. They're, Disney's literally making a streaming app where shows like this are supposed to be it, going. Exactly. Exactly. So, you know what? All is this is a good time, like, man, to be, if you to be think, a Marvel fan. If you think John Favreau's Mandalorian show is not going to be just as violent as a Daredevil or a Punisher, you're fucking stupid. It's like all these people that are like, because they announced that Deadpool mm-hmm. was going to stay rated R and mm-hmm. all that stuff that they got from Fox was going to stay rated R. And everybody was freaking out, and they were like, Disney's making rated R movies now. And it's like, Disney has always made rated R movies. They just don't put the castle in front of them. No. I, I mean, 
Jesus fucking Christ, people. They started Touchstone Pictures I, I so mean, they could release rated R movies without so they, they, having they, the castle yeah, in I mean, front of they could, Yeah, I mean, are, are, Jesus fucking Christ, are you people fucking stupid? Are you people fucking stupid? Are you people fucking stupid? Like, do you realize how many things that Disney owns at this point? Half of the content you watch, I bet, Disney has some sort of hand in. In 1993, Disney bought Miramax from the fucking Weinsteins. <laughs> All right, people, stop it. Stop it. I, it's fucking insane. I have said this once, I've said it a million times. All Disney has ever done is, is take IPs mm -hmm. and let the people that created the IPs make stuff yeah. and just throw money at yeah. it. Oh, you make Muppets. Muppets aren't doing well anymore. Oh, oh, you, like no one really wants to pay for the Muppets. We love the Muppets. Mm -hmm. Here's money. Speaking Muppets. of, when we were, we were walking around uh, Magic Kingdom. Yeah. And I had, I had no idea that they did this. We're walking through um, the like, um, the area right next to Frontierland that's like where the Hall of Presidents is and okay. everything. And all of a sudden, I hear Sam the Eagle. <laughs> and I look up, and Sam the Eagle is on the roof of the Hall of Presidents <laughs> singing a song, Great Moments of History, but just the American parts. <laughs> and then from a building across the way, Kermit, Fozzie Bear, Miss Piggy, and Gonzo all pop out of the windows, and they're singing along too. And I was like... What the fuck is? And for 15 minutes, they did like a sketch about the signing of the Declaration of Independence. And I was like, when did this start? Why are the Muppets are here? What the fuck is happening? Like, <laughs> I mean, Marvel Comics was so close to bankruptcy that they sold off the movie rights for all their characters, mm -hmm. the comic book company. Right. And they were really at their worst. And Disney came in and said, oh, we love Spider-Man. Mm -hmm. Here's money. Make comic books. Right. And then they took their B fucking characters. Mm -hmm. And or really, they weren't their B characters. They were their like B plus characters. Right. Yeah. They, they took, you know, they, they, they got most of the Avengers mm -hmm. out of this. And they yeah. got an early deal with Universal to make Hulk, to do the Hulk. So mm -hmm. it's like, you know what? You know, we're Disney. Let's throw some money at some fucking movies and see what happens. Mm -hmm. Hey, oh, we got Iron. We're gonna do Iron Man first, and Tom Cruise will play Iron Man. It'll be really kind of cool. Yeah. And then you know, like five years goes by, and still no Iron mm -hmm. Man. It's gonna oh, make fucking Iron Man. It's gonna be cheap. It's fine. Oh, you want to use fucking Robert Downey Jr. Isn't he a coke fiend? Oh shit, he's charismatic. Charismatic at fuck. Oh shit, look, like we're gonna print money again. Mm -hmm. Star Wars. The old man had lost his fucking mind. Yeah. And, you know, I love George Lucas just for what he made, but George Lucas is full of shit and insane um, and is the master of revisionist history. Mm -hmm. Also, when I uh, created the uh, Star Wars universe, I decided it was going to be nine movies, but I knew I was only going to be able to make the first three. And then, um, well, I decided in case I could make the first three, I was going to make the one just to... You know, at least mm -hmm. have this happen. So I took things out and put them in that one movie because, you know, I didn't know if I was going to be a No, George, you're lying. Mm -hmm. You're lying. You you didn't plan. No, you didn't. No, you didn't. You wrote a fucking movie. Mm -hmm. It was really good. People liked it. It made a shitload of money. So you're like, oh, I'm going to do a sequel because that's what you fucking do because you're not right. an idiot. Oh, and yes, um, I, I always knew that Princess Leia was the sister 
No, you didn't. No, you didn't. If you knew it was a sister, you wouldn't have had her stick, stick her tongue down Mark Hamill's throat in the mm-hmm. beginning of Empire Strikes Back. Stop it. No, you didn't. No, you didn't. <laughs> I might believe that you always knew that Vader was the father. Mm-hmm. Maybe. But also, Larry Kasdan's a fucking genius. Mm-hmm. Just, you know, so maybe that happened too. All right. Enough. Um, speaking of things that we love, mm-hmm. um, got an announcement today yeah. at about three o'clock that uh, Reggie Filami, mm-hmm. or actually Reggie Phil Aim, it's Reggie Phil's aim, aim is how it's spelled, but he's not. Um, the current um, president mm-hmm. of Nintendo of America yeah. will be retiring in April. Oh, is he? Yeah. And, um, Man, uh, you know, we're gonna he, lose so many memes off of that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, um, y- you know, he's, um, you know, uh, he was, you know, the first video game executive, you know, to be a black dude. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, with him, you know, some shit happened under his under his tenure and mm. um you know yes in J- you know japan you know, a lot of the tech and stuff like that mm. but if you don't think nintendo of america doesn't have a lot to do with what nintendo does right. and w- the directions they go in and even the development of their their technology and stuff like that you're grossly mistaken because mm-hmm. you know N- nintendo knows that they're l- a large portion of their market is in especially for consoles mm-hmm is in the United States. Yeah. Um, so, and the Switch is a fucking incredible fucking oh, machine. Yeah. I love it. Mm-hmm. I mentioned how much I love fucking Breath of the Wild. Holy shit. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, thanks, dude. Thanks. Good, good work. You yeah. got anything else, Joe? Uh, I got one more. Okay. Um, and so, uh, I'm sure you've already heard and our listeners have already heard. So, Jason Reitman is making a Ghostbusters sequel. That's the way it should be. Uh, and recently he was talking about the film uh, on a podcast and he said uh, his quote was it's intended to be a love letter to the original those beloved comedies and he said that it was going to hand the movie back to the fans so people took that as him saying he didn't like the 2016 movie no Leslie Jones took it like like, like he didn't like the fucking 20 that's Bitch, fuck you. All right. Well, there were also people who. It's something that Trump would do. Kiss my ass. There were also some people who also didn't like the 2016 remake who took his words and they were like, hey, see, even Reitman doesn't like it. And fuck them too. And uh, so he had to come out on Twitter and he said that um, they. A little uh, distortion there, sorry. So he said. his words came out wrong and he has nothing for admiration for Paul, Leslie, Kate, Melissa, and Kristen. Uh, and, uh, that they made an amazing movie that expanded the universe of Ghostbusters. So he wants people to know he does not hate the 2016 remake as people are making it out to be. Um, which I wouldn't even take that original quote as him not liking that movie. No, I think it's him being like, Hey, you know, my dad, and this group of guys made this movie, and it was awesome. These people went out, and they made another movie. Sorry. And it was good. You know, I'm not saying anything about that, but, like, you know, it was different. And this is going to be a true 
sequel to those original Ghostbusters. Yeah. Um, so, you know, I don't think he needed to come out and make that statement, but I'm sure whoever yeah. was, you know, saying, oh, look at that, he doesn't like the movie either, is, you know. You know what, dude? I just, um, you know, I'd like to consider myself at least moderately woke. Mm-hmm. But some fuckers are looking for reasons to be pissed. Yeah. And enough. Jesus Christ. Um, You know, and it's never going to be like the old Ghostbusters because fucking we have no Egon. But Mm -hmm. still, something. Jesus Christ. I'm I'm happy. It's cool. All right. Good news. You got any news ideas? Couchgrouches at gmail.com or fucking uh, at Couchgrouches on Twitter and Instagram. Send Mm -hmm. us some shit. Facebook.com slash Couchgrouches. Thank you very much. Uh, iTunes reviews, all that stuff. You can talk to us in a multitude of ways. Yeah. Um, and I got to say, you know, we're going to start, um, I want to start kind of um, campaigning a bit on that iTunes thing because um, when you get, you know, because we're, we're looking to expand a bit and probably move it, maybe move into some, you know, trying to get some sponsors. As I said, I'll never do, you know, people have asked us, what, you know, when are you going to do Patreon? I will. I, I won't do Patreon until I can make money. Otherwise, I don't want right. to. I don't want to crowdfund. You know, we, we. You know, we. We don't do this in a professional enough manner mm-hmm. to think that we are in a position where we should be crowdfunding yet. You know. Right. You know. So someone wants to throw us a few bucks to advertise their business or something mm-hmm. like that. I'm all about that, and I feel like you know before we have the right to. Yeah. You know, because with Patreon, you know, you know what. All I want to pay for is the fourteen bucks a month to host this son of a bitch on mm-hmm. on, on Podbean. So there you go. But that being said, you know, um, if you have um, good iTunes reviews, yeah, you can start branching out online to advertisers. Mm-hmm. And they go, oh, well, you got some good hits. You, you've got a number of good reviews on 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 uh, iTunes, not right. just like the 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 twelve we have or mm-hmm. whatever. So. Just and yeah, that it's, out there. you know, the more subscribers you have, the higher up on those lists that uh-huh. you can get, you know, the iTunes lists, um, the more reviews you get. It's all shit that, you know, there are people that are looking at that stuff and they're like, oh, hey, these guys talk about this stuff and like this stuff. So, you know, why don't we have them talk about our stuff? And we're not looking to, like, make this a job, but right. it's just, you know. We, you know, we, we do put some work into it and I just, you know, I feel like, um, you know, Hey, give it a shot. Mm-hmm. You know, there's nothing wrong with it. Yeah. So moving on, talking about expanding the show, um, what we thought we would do tonight is, um, talk about some ideas about things that we want to see the show do mm-hmm. and maybe some, um, some subjects of future shows, um, and kind of just explain kind of a little bit about when we kind of, I'm going to go through a list. We're going right, to talk yeah. about them, I guess. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, if, if we got some listener feedback, which of these ideas they like, you know, if they have ideas of their own that they can send us, because the reason that we make this show is for the people listening. Yeah. You know, it's, we don't make this show to listen to ourselves talk. I don't listen to the show. So I, 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 don't. I might be the only one of us that listens. Yeah. To the I mean, show. I will occasionally jump on to see how something worked out, but I don't listen all the way through i i count on joe for that <laughs> so i you know i have so many goddamn podcasts yeah. to keep up with how am i gonna keep up with my own mm-hmm. so 
I'm on two, and I don't listen to either one of those. I don't know either one of those. I don't say the other fucker either. Mm. Um, I do sometimes get embarrassed because I'll be driving in the car and, and I'm going to be- pick somebody up, and then they're like, "Is that your voice on the radio? <laughs> Are you listening to yourself?" And I'm like, "Uh." <laughs> well, it's like I have um. So obviously, I've written a lot of music, and I have mm-hmm. a lot of music recorded on, on, on iTunes. Sorry, and it's on iTunes. Mm-hmm. And occasionally, if I you know on shuffle on iTunes, my song will come up, and yeah. I don't want someone to think I'm listening to my right, uh, yeah. myself sing. It's just ridiculous. Like, no, 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 it's just on my list. Um, so, Joe. Yes. Let's talk about YouTube first. Right. What do you see happening? Um, with YouTube. So YouTube as a platform, I feel like it's a good way to get a, a lot of people on YouTube put out these big, long, like 40 minute long videos, especially mm-hmm. podcasts. We'll like yeah. record their whole podcast video and audio and put that up. Yeah. I don't see us doing that. I, I don't, I don't see a reason for it. And I'll tell you right now. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't want to try to put this podcast on YouTube considering that we're still using so much unlicensed music. It's right, not even yeah. funny. And it's <laughs> it's also, you know... And eventually that's going to have to stop, but I, not yet. I used to subscribe to a bunch of these channels that had, you know, 40-minute long, hour-long videos that they would put up daily. And you, would, you know, because if, if, we, if we did the podcast on YouTube, we wouldn't be able to do stuff like this. If you were wondering how I was going to get it in. Although, there you go. if we put it on YouTube, everybody could see how we all start dancing around the table anytime any music starts playing. But They could. You know, people, especially I think the people that are in our audience, all tend to have jobs and things like that that take up their time. They're not going to be able to sit and watch a video that's, 40, 50 minutes long, typically, unless uh, it goes over multiple viewing sessions. Whereas I feel like if we were to put up even, like, max, like, 10-minute long clips of just dumb stuff, it could be us talking, it could be us sitting on the couch, it could be us, you know, like you and Adam have driving in your cars and stuff. yeah. Yeah, just, like, little... Things that we think might, you know, interest people and make them laugh. But I, like I that. also have another vision as well. Of us being like sketch comics? We could do that. That's fine. That wasn't what I was specifically thinking. I was thinking about um, us doing destinations. Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, for example, um, as I said, my August, I was telling you off air, because mm-hmm. um, we're on the air, you know. Right. Um, in August, my August is filling up mm-hmm. uh, at the end of august i have to go to fucking belize right for austin's wedding um but at the beginning of august um getting the old gaming crew the old school gaming crew back together so it's me and josh and my friend dan mm-hmm. who you've met and my friend mark who you've never met and patrick and we're all you know mark and patrick are coming from texas josh mm-hmm. dan and i are getting a car and we're all going to gen con yeah and I feel like I would be remiss to not do stuff mm-hmm. for Gen Con and put it either do a podcast or put something on Facebook or right, put yeah. something Facebook Live or mm-hmm. put something on YouTube. Yeah. Um, also, I'm going to be doing more interviews. Mm-hmm. And I feel like I might be able to like 
do live interviews somewhere occasionally and yeah. maybe put that on fucking mm-hmm. YouTube. Um, I got a camera. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't know. Um, but you want to do sketch comedy on YouTube? We could do fucking sketch I mean, comedy just, on YouTube. You know, I'm just thinking out loud. These are ideas. If people want to see it, because that's the whole thing, is we want people to see it. I mean, do you want to see sketch comedy? Do you want to do sketch comedy with us? We can do some sketch comedy. I mean, I've got 15 years experience doing goddamn sketch mm-hmm. comedy. The only difference is do fucking sketch comedy with fucking puppets. So yeah. writing sketch comedy is easy. Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, so that's what I think for YouTube. That's what I think we mm-hmm. should be doing YouTube. Um, yeah. You started the Instagram. I did, and I post. We should start doing more. Often, yeah. We should start I posted doing something more. today just to let them know that there's a new episode out. I don't know if you. Saw I did that. see that. That was yeah, yeah. it was good. I, I I think what I'm gonna do with Instagram, I'm not gonna just post mad baby pictures. Mm-hmm. Although if this is some funny goofy geeky shit, you might get a baby picture mm-hmm. occasionally on Instagram. But I feel like you ever like see something completely fucked up. And you're like, really? I wish I could share that with someone right now because yeah. that is absolutely fucked up. Well, I think we need to do that. We need to take pictures of that shit and, and mm. share it with people. I'm, I don't know. Um, what would you guys like to see on the Instagram channel? Uh, are you following us on Instagram? Do if you not, care? It's at Couchgrass on Instagram. Do you care? I know uh, the children, the youngins, like Instagram. They I do. don't know. How many youngins we have in the audience? Um, we have. We're getting more. Yeah, we're getting more. Um, we're getting some from the uh, the LARP community. Mm-hmm. Um, some of the kids that I have, um, you know, I I I I, I, I LARP with, which mm-hmm. that's that's a actually that's a um, that's a uh, an episode I have to episode idea I have to put in real quick. Hold on. All right, so we have I have here twenty. Yeah, subjects. Um, Eleven of them are yours. One mm-hmm. of the, uh, the other nine are mine. Right. Gonzo hasn't put any put any in yet because he just found out about the list. Right. Yeah. So, um, should I just kind of tick them off and we'll talk about yeah, them real quick? You want to go down the list and we'll do right. quick. Um, so Joe's first one is completely and totally dated. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a uh, talking about. Uh, Talking about our favorite spooky stories yeah. slash creepy pastas. So I get in these. You know, rabbit Gonzo holes. has to be yeah. involved in that. Right? Oh yeah, that's, yeah. But I get in these rabbit holes every so often, where I go through bouts of insomnia, and when I go through bouts of insomnia, I tend to just watch or listen to or read scary things because I'm okay. like, well, I'm not sleeping. I might as well freak myself out a little bit too. Um, and I've read some really dumb shit, but I've also read some pretty decent ones. There's actually, I think about it every time I go to Disney now. There's a, a session, there's like a group of Disney creepypastas that are all about Jesus. like these things. They call them the Gascots, and it talks about this stuff where during the Cold War, they had these Mickey Mouse-shaped gas masks and sing, and things like that, and they had safety bunkers underneath all of Disney and like... They they would have uh, air raid sirens go off and people would go in the bunkers with their Mickey Mouse That's gas masks and shit like shit, that. You know, and they're they like just a bunch of creepy. And I just I like spooky stuff. I feel like that might be better suited for like an October episode. Oh yeah, obviously it's theme. <laughs> but, yeah, it's themable. Yeah. All right. Um, next we have uh, what Joe liked. What Joe put here a, a video game friendship test and then put Mario Party is it kind of like having people sit around the table and play Monopoly and see if they're still friends afterwards so, so 
Um, I played a quick round of the newest Mario Party for Switch, and um, it it is a test. It is a test <laughs> in patience, and if you go through that game, because that game is big on stealing stars and shit like that. Yeah. So if you go through that game without cursing someone out, that's a that's you're a true saint at that point. Okay. But you know, I just figure, and that might be a thing for YouTube, where if we yeah. find some way to you know record that and, and put it up. I got a new TV. We can do it. Yeah. So yeah, we should be fine. Like my new but TV. you know, it's like we do the. Uh, it's bigger than the old TV. Like we do the yeah, <laughs> like we do the the movie watches and things like that. Yeah. Maybe we start doing some video game stuff. We could. Yeah. We could. Um. Your next one was sharing story ideas. So you and I, and I feel like Gonzo is starting to get there. We're we're all sort of you know creative thinkers and sure. writers and things sure. like that. So I don't know if we wanted to come to the table and bring up like I had this idea for a short story or I had this idea for something. Can we talk and, about my my forty page treatment for the Doctor Doom movie? Yeah. Okay. Like just bounce writing ideas off each other, bounce them off the community, and and see if. You know, the project comes together or see if it's something that people would be interested in, stuff like that. My concept for how uh, Marvel should relaunch the X-Men. Yeah. It's all it's all stuff that we should, we could talk about. Yeah. I mean, it's, like, not, it's not my own IPs, right. but that's fine. All right. Um, the next one I feel like is pointed at me. Um, Which one? Is how this? do you know when you're old? So, no. No, it's was... actually pointed at you and Gonzo. So, this was a thing. Oh, I was fuckers. I was... I was listening to some for new people. Um, I'm 42 and Joe is 25. So I was listening to to people talk about some or no, I was explaining. I was explaining vines to Janine because we were watching a vine compilation, and she had How no idea. Janine is a year older than me. She's right, 26. Yeah. She had no idea what a vine was. But had I'm never f- heard the term but vine. But I'm 42 right. and I know what a goddamn vine is. And so we went through and we watched a bunch of vine compilations. And she was like, what the fuck is this? What? And I would, I would <laughs> quote Vines to her all the time thinking, you're 26. Clearly you get this reference. And she didn't get. So I was thinking about it and just like, how do you know? Like, is there a point where you like, it's a discussion to be had of like. Well, I'll tell you right now. I got one. Yeah. I got one. I'm still trying to wrap my head around it. Maybe you can help me. Mm-hmm. Yeet. Yeah. That's, that's just when you throw something. Because she, she does. Janine loves to use the word yeet. But in the wrong way. Okay. So she'll just be like, oh, yeah, we're going to yeet on over to grab a pizza. And I'll be like, no, because we're not throwing ourselves to the pizza. It's literally you have something and you yeet it. It's a you throw it. I, I, I... So the vine is this girl gets. A can oh, it's of from soda. a vine. Yeah, this girl gets a can of soda. She says it's an empty can of soda. She says this bitch empty yeet and throws it into a crowd of people. So that's what yeet is. So, and this is just a preview. There will be other things, but I looked. So I, I just went on UrbanDictionary.com mm-hmm. and looked up yeet. Now, mind you, I did this before. Uh, the fir- the top definition: yeet to discard an item at high velocity. Yeah. <laughs> Alex finishes his soda and proceeds to yeet his empty can into a trash bin. Alex, while throwing a can, quote. Yeet. I mean, yeah. Now there is a, there is etymolo- etymology here. 
Yeet is a, is a versatile word that can be used as an exclamation, a verb, or even a noun. As an exclamation, it can be used to express excitement, usually happily, but also nervously. It can be used as an exclamation as vic a victory, or as a battle cry, or focus shout while throwing or hitting something, like hi-ya! When, when in its verb form, it has different tenses with different spellings, like any other verb. Present, I yeet. Past, imperfect, I was yeeting. Past, perfect, I yote. Plurperfect, I have yacht. Future, I will yeet. Future perfect, I will have yacht. And and so forth and so on. I, I love Urban Dictionary. Um, I feel like they've gotten slightly more sophisticated over the years. It used to just be like, you'd look up word and it'd be like, yeah, this is when you put your dick, but you do it like this. <laughs> I don't know. It was anything you looked up on Urban Dictionary. <sighs> All right. So next, um, get rich quick schemes. So... Here's the thing. I got fucked on my taxes. Welcome, to, tr of, welcome to Trump's America. Because of, of the Omaze thing. I oh, owe, no shit you I did. owe the government over $700. Hey, Jame. Did you hear that? No. Joe, because of his Omaze trip, when he did his taxes, owes the government over $700. Yeah. Yeah. So... Um, that's awesome. I was thinking about it and I was like, I wonder if anyone has any good ideas to make some quick money. <laughs> well, I mean, I have always had this idea about robbing a couple of casinos, mm -hmm. but I got to find, well, that was, I got to find 10 other guys. My original thing was if you could pull off a heist or a crime, how would you do it? But I felt like that might incriminate us if a crime <laughs> was committed in that fashion. <laughs> So I was like, what if we just stuck to get rich quick? Fair enough. So uh, before we go any further, we'll be back in a second. Um, I got to just yeah. check on something. So I'm actually going to throw an ad in here, but it's for my own podcast. So don't worry about it. Marking the Territory is a wrestling culture podcast exploring the past, present, and future of the industry. Find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Podbean. Check us out on social media on Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube. Marking the territory. We are Marks. For life. And we're back. Yes. Uh, hopefully back. it's a little better. Um, our next one. Again, we're still on Joe's part of the list. Great mm. moments in world history, or at least the ones that interest us. So this was me thinking about this Great Moments in History Muppets bit. Yeah. And I was like, we're all sort of history buffs, but for different things. Mm -hmm. So like, what if we just did, because like you said when we were talking about podcast ideas, anything we talk about is going to be nerd shit. Oh, sure. Yeah. Regardless of Absolutely. what we're talking about. Absolutely. So like, what if we just deep dive into like... The fucking Romanovs or some shit. Like, just go at it. I know me. So, I know me. We're going to talk about World War II. Oh, yeah. It's going to fucking happen. So, all right. That's, I guess, uh, that I mean, if be. we did that episode, do you think I'm not going to just spend an hour just talking about how great the Kennedys were? In World War II? Oh, oh no. Oh, no, no. I just see. In general. In, in general, the history. Yeah. That. All right. The next one is um, this could be its own goddamn podcast. 
mm-hmm. just its own, not just episode, its own podcast. Mm-hmm. Who would win the Ultimate Nerd podcast? Not who would win the Ultimate Nerd podcast. Right. Who would win, colon, mm-hmm. the Ultimate Nerd podcast? So we got a question a way long time ago yeah. that was like, who would win in a fight between all the X-Men or yeah. something like that? And I was like, what if we just did a bunch of those? If we just came up with a yeah. list of like, well, you know, yeah, they they have like the the animated one on YouTube or yeah, something like uh, shitty animated, mm-hmm. you know, and, and, and fuck that. And it's yeah. like uh, Deadliest Warrior too that used to be on Spike TV. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's stuff that people enjoy yeah. watching and and listening to and stuff like that. I figure you know, put our two cents in. That's got to be done with liquor. Yeah, that one's got to be done with liquor. I, I, like a guest mm-hmm. and liquor. Mm-hmm. I agree. Um, so the next two, I'm a little iffy on mm-hmm. um, because number eight is episode nine predictions. Number nine is endgame predictions. Mm-hmm. <sighs> you know I've got a million. Right. But we're so close. Yeah. We're real close. Well, we're, I mean, Captain Marvel's like in three weeks. Yeah. Which, yes, that will be a show. Mm-hmm. Joe and I will go see Captain Marvel, yeah. and we will review Captain Marvel. Mm-hmm. So, um, Hopefully Gonzo will come with us. If not, that's fine. Joe and I will go we see should, Captain Marvel. Uh, I mean, I'm sure, well, it's a Thursday night if we do. A, I, I mean, that's if we have to go see it like, yeah. that night. I mean, I'm, We I'm, could also, yeah, do it. Just go see it in the weekend. Or yeah. like um, next, I like this one as well. Uh, again, this could be a, a podcast in and of itself. Mm-hmm. How much money would it take? A hypothetical situation podcast. Explain. So everybody does the thing where it's like, uh, you know, how much money would it take for you to eat a cockroach? Right. Like how much money would the, – the classic one is like how much money would it take for you to suck a dick? Yeah. And it's like, I mean, for me, if it's the right dick, I'd do it for free. Yeah. Like, <laughs> But like it's just one of those things where it's like we – come with scenarios and then we're like how much money would it take for you to do something like that and it's not like how much money would it take for you to murder something it's like something fun like we'll brainstorm about it for like sure. the the couple days before and come with a list and go around the table and be like all right and that's another one we could do with a guest where it's just like hey or that we could do with um with um feedback beforehand yeah, listener mail, listener mail like, like yeah. you know give us some shit guys mm-hmm. all right that's cool um then your final one is fan theories good ones bad ones and personal ones this is something that would i think we should reach out to the universe mm-hmm. and get them to come back with um yeah. i don't hate this one and i think we could besides talking about current fat fan theories mm-hmm. we could look at like old ones too yeah, yeah. yeah. i guess pretty cool um now we're on my list. Um, well, one of mine is various interviews. See other document. Mm-hmm. I've got a number of interviews, um, either in the in the in the pike cooking, you know, mm-hmm. lined up. I've got one lined up um, that I'm going to be doing very soon, either with Joe and Gonzo or with Joe or just myself. Um, I, I don't know if they're going to come here or if I'm going to do it over the phone, but. Um, uh, a couple guys that I LARP with run a run events called Drinking and Dragons, mm-hmm. and what it is is it's exactly what it sounds like, yeah. and uh, all the money they raise is for charity. Oh, that's cool. So we're gonna bring them on. We're gonna talk about that, and that sounds like it's a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Um, the other one is what we've been talking. We talked about a couple times is because uh, I'm not original. I got to talk about movie reviews. Yeah. Um, 
we have to watch Best Friends. Mm -hmm. We have to watch the two movie Tommy Wiseau, Greg Sestero. We're definitely going to be doing tons more. And I would love to get listeners to send in movies that we should watch. Like we, I really, that was originally the idea too, was we were going to have people give us their bad movies. The the only one that we've gotten and we've yet to do it is Hudson Hawk. Oh, dude, I'll watch Hudson Hawk all day. Who wants us to do Hudson Hawk? Was that Adrian what? wanted us to watch Hudson Hawk. Oh, fucking dude. I, I will not only watch Hudson Hawk, I will defend Hudson Hawk forever. I mean, go for it, because I watched Hudson Hawk, and I was like, what the fuck is happening? What am I watching right now? I it mean, was one of those... it's a, it is a stupid Yeah, it was one of the movie. dumbest movies I've ever seen. It is a bad movie. I love that fucking that movie. We'd... I mean, we could watch the most uncomfortable bad movie ever. We could watch Leonard Part Six, mm. which was a Bill Cosby, you know, comedy action film. Mm. Oh, you know what? You know what I want to watch? Oh, did we did we ever do an episode on the adventures of Ford Fairlane? No, we have not. Did we watch it? No. So the problem with the adventures of Ford Fairlane is that so adventures of Ford Fairlane was a. Uh, was a rock and roll detective movie mm-hmm. in the '90s starring Andrew Dice Clay. I That's the problem. We, we watched it when it was on TV once. Yeah, we, we like turned it on while it was. I love through. that fucking movie. It's fucking Andrew Dice Clay, and it's n- it is misogynistic, but it's not nearly as bad as you might. I mean, mm. it is as bad as you think it is, right. but. It's a movie that couldn't be made today. No, well, it could. It just would have to be adjusted slightly. Although they're the making concept, a new shaft, so. The concept is super cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but the last shaft wasn't misogynistic. Yeah. The I one th- before that. I think well, it's really funny, though. If Did you I mean, see the, the shaft yeah. trailer? The yeah. part where uh, he's talking, the, uh, his son is yeah. talking about, like, you can't shoot a woman. And he's like, I shoot a woman or a man. Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm an equal, equal opportunity, opportunity. <laughs> ass kicker, yeah. Well, no, I mean, the, the last, the last um, shaft, the, 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 the uh, Sam Jackson, uh, Christian Bale one, mm. has one of my favorite all-time bad pickup lines in it. Mm. It's my duty to please that booty. <laughs> um, damn right. Damn right. Um, so, yeah, um, that's a, that would be a fun movie, too. Mm. Ford Fairlane. Um, you can fucking watch Shaft, too. That's all right. Next, um, this is one based on something I tried to do alone. Mm-hmm. I tried to do solo, but I think it would be very interesting if we all actually sat down and answered the question, why Star Wars? Mm-hmm. Individually. Because of all of the IPs, I think the three of us all agree, I mean, Star Wars is... Star Wars is, a, is, is like the thing. Is, yeah, yeah. So, I, I, you know, I, I think that would be very interesting. And that would be something else we could bring somebody... You know who I'd want to bring in for that one? Mm. Um, Ash. You weren't here mm-hmm. when Ash was here, but she was awesome. Yeah. Um, she was really good in the show, and people have asked for her since. Mm-hmm. I, she, I th- I'm pretty sure she, she, she's a Star Wars person, or mm-hmm. likes Star Wars as well. But I would like a different perspective. She was a lot of fun, though. That would mm-hmm. be fun. Yeah. Um, or, you know, worst comes worse, we could always have Jordan come on and right, just, yeah. just liquor him up a bit and talk about Star Wars. Next, and we can actually press start this a little bit here and preface it a bit. Mm-hmm. Number 15, Dune. Has Joe read it? Has he seen the David Lynch film? Is he ready for the remake? I'm a quarter of the way through the book. What are your thoughts so far? It's not an easy read. It's not, but it's very interesting. It's dense. It's a, it's like, but not like the Cimmerillion, where it's a very world-building. 
It is. Which I appreciate a lot. Yep. I love world building and, stuff. And don't feel ashamed mm-hmm. if you have to use the glossary. Oh, I've, I've the used that glossary quite yeah. a few times. You're supposed to. Yeah. Um, when I went to go see the David Lynch film mm-hmm. with my dad, I hadn't read the book before. Yeah. I was young. Mm-hmm. Um, when you walked in, it was opening weekend. When you walked in, they handed you a goddamn sheet yeah. with a glossary. Mm-hmm. And my dad's like, oh, shit, they're not fucking around. Yeah. <laughs> um, so it is a dry read. Mm-hmm. It's and it's dense. And also I have not seen the David Lynch film. Um I, I want to wait until you finish the book, right, but I yeah. want you to see the David Lynch film mm-hmm. before the remake. Yeah. And that remake is gonna be fucking incredible. Well, that cast. Just looking at that cast. Have you yeah, heard about the newest edition? Mm-hmm. Jason Momoa? Mm-hmm. Goddamn son. Um all right. So moving on. Um 16 Geeks and Their Children. Passing on our sacred traditions. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, this is in my vein because obviously I'm, I'm a new dad. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, you know, I've got a number of friends that have children of varying mm-hmm. ages, um, and they're nerds. Yeah. And they're, I, I mean, I, I did this when I became uh, a godfather. Yeah. I like started buying my godson Indiana Jones and Star Wars stuff. Like I sat down and watched the original trilogy with him to show him Star Wars and he like started buying all Star Wars yeah. books and I couldn't have been prouder. So yeah. like, so like, but these are things that we need to, and, and I want to talk about, you know, talk to different people. I want to talk to dads. I want to talk to moms. Mm-hmm. I want to talk to aunts and uncles. Um, I was almost thinking about, you know, cause like there are a couple of shows that I want to do that are like forum, like, like mm-hmm. bigger, like the, the LARP widows. One. Yeah. I was thinking about, I want to do with like, you know, five, 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 LARP widows, mm-hmm. male or female. Um, that would be something like we could get a number of parents in there and kind mm-hmm. of do something. So that's yeah. one I want to put together. That's going to be a big one, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, next, nerddom in the greater LGBT community. My question is, have we done enough? Well, not enough, but have we mined as, as you know, as, as a, you know, a, a cis white man, and as a bi white man, mm-hmm. me sis Joe bi, have we scratched the surface, or have we really dug in? You know, because you know we talked a long time about having you know our queer panel, right? And we've had members of those panel mm-hmm. that panel on as individuals, right? We had Mallory on, mm-hmm. we had Sam on, mm-hmm. we had Chris on. Mm-hmm. Um, Giganto. We had Giganta Smalls on. Um, so I mean, like we've had mm-hmm. varying, right? People of 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 varying, you know, um, you know, orientations, gender identities, proclivities, mm-hmm. such. Is there more to? But I, I mean, I don't feel like we've explored how their queerness has affected their fandom right. and how their fandom, how them being queer has been affected by their fandom. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. I mean, that's my, that's my question not, is that yeah, our, we've, we've had them all on and we've, we've had the discussion with them, but like the whole, that side of it, I feel like 
we've we've scratched the surface on it, but we haven't really delved deep into. So you think that may, that might be something like that we, we, could, we, we might could, want to develop? We could we could de- we yeah. could dive deeper into that. I, I mean, think. and I am, you know, I you know, I I am an often you know, there are very few things I'm militant about, but, um, you know, I'm there. I I I consider myself a, a fairly staunch ally, mm-hmm. in that you know, family, friends. You know, people that I love and care for very much. Mm-hmm. I see the struggle that they go through. I see, you know, the life that they go through. Right. And I see other people that just live their best lives. Oh, we've had Rob on. There's yeah. another, you know, mm-hmm. like I, we had, we had a fairly good, you know, yeah. you know, we're definitely a queer friendly podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, next, uh, nerds and their prejudice. Not toxic fandom, mm-hmm. but the way that various stereotypes and prejudices are inherent or existent in the community mm-hmm. and in the properties that they that yeah. like. Like, you know, I could go off for hours about fucking Big Bang Theory mm-hmm. and how it's, you know, racist, ableist, misogynistic, mm-hmm. um, you know, you know. You know, I could do that. Yeah. Um, Anti-Semitic, you know, all day long. Mm -hmm. Um, But there's so much more to that. Like, you know, the unfortunate thing is that there is a lot of stereotype, a lot of stuff in. And, you know, one thing I don't want us to do, because we've never done it with the podcast. We're not what many people would refer to as social justice warriors. But what we are are people that believe that everyone deserves to be happy and mm-hmm. we love things that make people happy and right. you know but our community is unfortunately often very exclusionary mm-hmm. and yeah. you know we've bitched about it a million times but i feel like it's beyond just being a toxic fan actually kind of looking at where a lot of that comes from and we're not fucking psychologists or anything like that mm-hmm. but you know with with like 10 minutes and some pre-planning we could have a pretty compelling episode yeah Okay. Um, spring is here. It's nerd season for, ni- yeah, for number 19. I, it's, you know what? It's nerd season. Like spring is a great time because every, you know, your, 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 your LARP start, your, you know, people you know, for some reason, you know, the, well, there are things like Ren fairs or mm-hmm. like the thing, the goofy things that people like to do. Yeah. Winter's over. Like, you know, and of course in the winter, even playing tabletop, you know, Mm -hmm. but there are other things to do. Yeah. And us looking at things that people do once the sun's out, Mm -hmm. which then goes into number 20, which is getting Joe to stick LARP. (laughs) I have a goal Mm -hmm. this year. Yeah. You're coming to FQ with me. It's happening. I don't know how, but it's happening. Mm Mm-hmm. Your big thing is, I don't have a costume. I have shit for you. I have people that'll hook you up. Don't worry about it. All right. So those are subjects that we have. Um, you know, we've talked about, you know, what what what, what else? Give us ideas. Mm-hmm. Give us ideas. You know, we want to we wanna talk about stuff. Not only ideas. You want to come on the show and talk about something? Yeah. Fucking drop us an email. Mm-hmm. My, house is, my house is open to all grouch The potatoes, people that man. we're not. Like the people that we're bringing on are not like experts in their field. They're no. just also nerds that we want to talk to. So you know, you want to you want to come over, be on the show, and, and and talk about stuff. You know how to get us, Joe. 
How do they contact us? Well, they can email us, couchcrouches at gmail.com. They can find us on Facebook, facebook.com slash couchcrouches. They can find us on Twitter at couchcrouches. Find us on Instagram at couchcrouches. Uh, they can review on iTunes. They can uh, comment on Podbean. They can do any number of things, and we will see it, and we will respond back to you via social media or on the show itself. Um so yeah, if you liked any of these ideas, let us know. If you have ideas for us, let us know. If you really don't like an idea and don't want us to talk about something, let us know it's a bad idea. We're open to that too. Absolutely. It's, you know, we want to make the best show for the people that listen to the show. Is the bottom line. And with that, I think we're going to look at some um some listener correspondence. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like we need to come up with a name for a goddamn, uh, for a segment. I just, I don't know. I just, I don't know. Like, listener mail sounds mm-hmm. so n- inaccurate to yeah. what it actually is. Um, all right. So, um, Joe gave you all the ways you can get in touch with us. Mm-hmm. Um, so, we got nothing on Facebook this week. No. Nope, nothing on Facebook. But it's okay. I mean, again, we were gone, so. Right. But I do have questions from last week and this week. Mm-hmm. Um, and those questions are from someone else who's going to cause us to, uh, you know, have un- on uh, unlicensed music. So that's right. Can't be on YouTube mm-hmm. because of Doug. Because you know those Nickelodeon lawyers. Oh, yeah, they're coming for us. They're fucking evil. Viacom. Oh, Viacom. All right, so I haven't read these. Mm-hmm. So, but Doug's last week I did read and I like it. Um, Doug gets to us at couchgrouches at gmail.com. Doug says, uh, I have an issue. Oh, you're not kidding, Doug. Because I have an issue. It's tough because I always come up with great questions, references in reference to the previous podcast while I'm listening to it. But then I forget by the time I get into the office and have an ability to send them to you, so I always have to start fresh. Hence the doom and gloom that usually happens. (laughs) If you guys listen to the show, you know that Doug is a harbinger of hate. Mm -hmm. Um, All right, because let's try something else. When you're running a nerdy game of a type, be it LARP, tabletop, whatever, how do you balance making cool house rules with the effects that they cause? What are some of your favorite house rules? I say this because in our game that runs every third Sunday of the month in Southington, New England Nightmares, a fantastic vampire LARP with an active and varied player community. He's not wrong. It's a really Mm. good game. Uh, We've seemed to have gotten some very neat stuff from the staff. I'm very interested to see how this is going to continue affecting the community and that imaginary world. I know that they're very good at balancing things and taking player actions into consideration. Thoughts? May I? Go for it. So I've been running games um, for 30 years. Mm. Um, And I almost always have house rules. Mm -hmm. Um, Because there are certain aspects to game to play style that I like. Mm -hmm. Um, so if you were a rules lawyer and you tabletop, you would hate tabletop with me mm-hmm. um, because I fucking hate that shit. Um, D&D. Um, I didn't do it in second ed because I didn't, I never DM'd second ed. Mm-hmm. I never DM'd a D&D. I never DM'd second ed. I played second ed, but I never DM'd it. Mm-hmm. My first DM experience 
was for DMing. When I say DM, it's it's actually running D and D specific. Mm-hmm. I'd run other games, but I'd run Star Wars, I'd run Shadowrun, I'd run uh, Vampire, mm-hmm. and you know. But uh, my first crack at DMing D and D was Third Edition. Mm-hmm. And there are things from Third Edition that, for example, I carry over into Fifth. Mm-hmm. Um, I believe in critical fails. Yeah. On on on. Um, on combat, I believe in critical fails on skills. I believe in critical successes on skills. Mm-hmm. Um, I, you know, it, I like, yeah, I like the variance on that. Um, I think that coming up with house rules, but I would say that uh, you know when I run a game, my house rules are based on my players. Mm-hmm. Um, how do you balance making cool house rules with the effects they cause? Um, it's all about intent. What is the intent of that house rule? Why are you doing that house mm. rule? So he's you know using Vampire, for example, uh, New England Nightmares, um, that runs the thir- every third Saturday of the month at the uh, Masonic Lodge in, in, in Southington. Mm-hmm. Um, play it. I play the Tremere Seneschal. Good game. Um, Joe used to play. Everyone loves him and misses him. He's a douche. <laughs> Um, the house rules he's talking about are, um, because the version of Vampire, the version of the LARP that we're playing, um, is, uh, was a spinoff variant, um, that was done by By Night Studios when the license was still up in the air. So, Mm. um, it's actually, it's very good, but it's somewhat limiting. Um, so I think what they're doing is allowing people to put flavor in, to come up with stuff. And the book, you know says, hey, you got an idea for something? This is what you mm-hmm. want to do. Um, it, it's all about the um, the intent. Um, my character, for example, is learning a school of magic that's not in the book. So I went and I adapted from the old mm-hmm. vampire, right. took a, a, a school of thaumaturgy that I like, and I decided to adapt it to these rules. Why not to do anything super powerful, anything like that? Just because my character concept, I thought this would be super cool. Right, yeah. I went in, <laughs> I, 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 I pitched it, they agreed, mm-hmm. they liked what I came up with, they made a few minor changes, and now we're doing it. Right. It's, it's all about intent. Um, you don't have to, you know, yeah. one thing you never want to do um, is make someone think <clears throat> that a house rule is at their expense. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And even if it limits you, if it limits you, it's like, you know, you the, that power doesn't work that way in this game because of this. Mm-hmm. If you can make it clear to your player base the reason that you're doing this is so that everybody can have more fun mm-hmm. and not because, oh, that's cheesy and that fucking annoys me and I don't want you to have that. Right, yeah. Th- that's the balance. Mm-hmm. That's what I think. So, yeah. um... It's all about taking player actions into consideration, sure, mm-hmm. but it's about taking player enjoyment into consideration even more. Yeah. I what are your thoughts? I'm sorry. Um, I think, so I think it's in Xanathar's uh, Guide. There's a there's a rule in Xanathar's Guide that literally says, if your DM makes it a rule, it's a rule. Mm-hmm. So, you know, the people at Wizards of the Coast know, like, hey, we gave you these rules, but if you want to turn them upside and make it so it's the best game for you and your players, go for it. I've had people come to me in games that I've been running and ask if they could do some homebrew stuff. 
I've had, you know, I've gone to DMs and asked for homebrew stuff. Yeah. I've I've written my own subclasses and and backgrounds for D and D and things like that. Dude, I homebrewed brewed you an artifact hammer. Right. Yeah. <laughs> it's you know you make the way I look at it in a game is I had a player who was playing a paladin and he was blinded. Um, and he came to me with the idea that paladins get this vision where they can sense good and evil. And they, yep. so he said, you know, he wanted to use it like daredevil. He want, he essentially wanted to use it as blind sight where it was like, can I have it? So it's always like, I get like a 30 foot radius of it constantly because I've lost my vision. And so he and I worked on it together to make sure that it wasn't, you know, this overpowered thing where he would be like, oh, I can see them behind cover because I have this sense thing. But, you know, you make the game as fun as you can for the people that are in the game. And you make sure that everybody's having a good time. And if they're not having a good time, you say, hey, you know, what's going on? How can I make this better? And you can take rules and shift them around and and make them... You know, as long as it works thematically within your world and it, it's something you never want to have a rule where everybody's just like, well, you're just doing that to fuck with me. Well, it's like, no, because I want everybody to have fun. I feel like part of that. And again, you don't see it as much in tabletop culture because the groups are smaller, mm-hmm. although you do often have a player. Yeah. That, I mean, I've had a player in my I've had a player in a game that you, you know, mm-hmm. that, that did this, you know. Um, and I like breaking players of this. Mm. It's not me versus you. Right. I can't win D&D if I'm running D&D. I take no pleasure mm-hmm. in winning. Right. I mean, honestly, I'm the DM. Mm-hmm. If I want to win every roll, I just win every roll. Yeah. It's right. like, oh, it's yeah. like, oh I, I, I rolled a two. Well, you know what? Mm. That two, uh, two also ends with a zero. That's a twenty crit. Yeah. Um. And players that have come in, you can tell players that have had shitty DMs mm-hmm. in the past, or players that play a different style of game. Right. Yeah. Um. I, I always use the term. Um. I like role playing. R O L E playing. Mm-hmm. Whereas sometimes players like role playing. R O L L playing. Yeah. You know, it, it's it's about the rules. It's about the math. It's about and well, that's not the fucking game mm-hmm. I play. I right. tell stories. Yeah, the rules serve my story, mm-hmm. but to some DMs, the stories serve the rules. Yeah, and as a result, you get a completely different style mm-hmm. of game. So I think it's approach. Well, that yeah, one of the, one of my favorite things. It's in um, <clears throat> the Monster of the Week rule book for yeah. um, the game master is um, one of the first rules that it gives the game master is be a fan of the player's characters. Yeah. Be a fan of that person. Like if they want to do cool shit, look forward to them doing cool shit. And if they fail, that's on them. But like, don't go out of your way to be like, I am the God of this world and I will smite you because that is my job. You want to be like, I want to see these adventurers do something fucking cool. You want a dimension door onto the back of a giant Draco Lich? Go for it. Let me see you Nightcrawler bamf up there and ride that thing like a goddamn Bronco. Go for it. You did, too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, and, and yeah. Um, and I like ridiculous shit. Mm-hmm. I, for one, like it when my players go, all right, dude, I got an idea. It was fucking cool. Yeah. 
it shouldn't work, but it doesn't say I can't do it. Yeah. It's like, all right, sure, what the fuck? Mm. Let's see what happens. So, um, again, Doug, I'm going to say it's approach, 100%. Yeah. Mm, and I uh, agree. His next question uh, says, hey, hello there, Grouches. You're a very the theater-oriented show. Yes, we are. Mm. Might I also suggest Table to Stage uh, with uh, yeah. Jordan... Uh, table of stage, good stuff. He goes, what's the monologue you'd bring with you to a monologue contest? Um, okay, first of all, um, I have never been in a, I've never seen a monologue contest. I have competed. I've, you know, like when I was in college, mm -hmm. um, I- uh, They do stuff like that at like ACTF. And I, did, like I was in that. ACTF. Um, and did rather well, actually. Um, but I never, um, I wouldn't call it a contest. Mm -hmm. um, I don't know. Uh, I don't know, Joe, you got any, um, you got any monologues? I, I mean, when I was in high school for one year, they did this, like, it was a talented course is what they called it. And it was essentially, you got pulled out of a regular class to take this class once a week. Yeah. Um, and it was an acting class, and we had to do um, Shakespearean monologues. Uh, and I did, I was supposed to do the Queen Mab speech. Okay. Um, and I got, like, the first half of it, but that thing is, like, seven minutes long. Yeah. That's... Um, but I ended up, because everybody in the class, there was only, like, three of us in that class, and somebody did... Um, Mark Antony's uh, speech uh, at Caesar's funeral, yep. and somebody did um, "To Be or Not to Be" from Hamlet. Never do "To Be or Not to and, Be." And um, I ended up learning uh, uh, Mark Antony's speech just because I I would the way that I learned it is I found a recording of it on YouTube, transferred it into an MP3 file, mm -hmm. and then just listened to it over and over again. Sure. Um, and I just downloaded everybody's speeches, and I figured I'd send it off to them, but I kept them all on my iPod at the time. And I just would listen to them, and I I, I enjoy Shakespearean monologues quite a bit. Mm -hmm. They don't really help all that much when you're auditioning for, like, a contemporary play. Um, but they're interesting. I, I've, I've done monologues most of the monologues that i do come from movies well it's funny you should mention that mm -hmm. because um one of my most successful monologues came from a movie mm -hmm. and i didn't do it in the style of the actor mm -hmm. but it's a great monologue Vince. he was in the pow camp with dad this is what i did mm -hmm. i'll do only do some of it you'll know it in a minute mm -hmm. low little man boy Sure, I heard a bunch about you. See, I was a good friend of your dad's. We were in that Hanoi pit of hell together. Mm -hmm. I mean, years. let's not bullshit. This is what everybody wants to hear. Hold on. So, hold on. Make wristwatches. Up till then, people in Coolidge was called upon by his country. Oh, here we go. Facing death. No, that's not the right Eating one. The flesh. He's called watch. Three days later, your granddad was dead, but Wanaki kept his word. Here we go. This is what everyone wants to hear. Mm. This watch was on your daddy's wrist when he was shot down over that Hanoi. 
was captured in a Vietnamese prison camp. He knew that if the gooks ever saw the watch, they'd be confiscated, taken away. The way your dad looked at it, this watch was your birthright. He'd be damned if any slope's gonna put the greasy yellow hands on his boy's birthright, so he hid it. In one place he knew he could hide something, his ass. Five long years he wore this watch, up his ass. Then he died of dysentery. He'd give me the watch. I hid this uncomfortable hunk of metal up my ass two years. Then, after seven years, I was sent home to my family. And now, little man, I give the watch to you. So I did that mm -hmm. monologue, but I did it straight. Mm -hmm. Now, I mean, by straight, I didn't. You didn't do it as walking. No. Um, and I did it super, um, like super straight. Mm -hmm. And I did really good with it. Like mm. it was really effective. I was shocked at how effective it was. Mm -hmm. um, every now and then, you know, mm -hmm. and I don't like, to, I'm someone that doesn't, you know, I, I, I always am, am reticent to do something from film. Mm -hmm. um, although there's so much great film. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, I'm trying to think. What, what what other movie ones have you done? Like, I, mean, I, I mean, if, if, if I'm going to do theater, I'm sorry. If I'm going to do theater, um, I'm always one that stays away from things like Shakespeare. Mm -hmm. I stay away from Shakespeare. Um, I tend to like your kind of contemporary. Uh, I love Mammoth. Mm -hmm. I'm that guy. I love Mammoth. But I also love monologists. Mm -hmm. So I've often um, done stuff. Cause, okay, so when I was in college, I kind of fancied myself and you, I don't know if you even know who this is. Um, I fancied myself like the next Eric Bogosian. Like I thought I was the shit that I could write these edgy fucking monologues. Mm -hmm. And I did. I, and he would do monologue pieces. These are like two hour monologues, mm -hmm. like these great, like one man show, just like yeah. tangent monologues. And I wrote like, I wrote like an 80 page monologue. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I thought I was the, you know, it was fucking boring shit. It really was. What does a fucking 22-year-old mm. kid know about anything to write a right. fucking 80-page monologue? Um, but I always did stuff like that. You mm. know, I would do Mamet. I would do stuff like, you know, like uh, Eric Bogosian or um, what's the other fucking guy? Spalding Gray. Mm. Um, or I would do like Tennessee Williams, the ones on classics, yeah, right. something like that. But I always tried to stay away from, mm -hmm. you know, from Shakespeare. Um, and I would also try to stay away from like fucking... Gibson or Chekhov or anything mm -hmm. like that. But I'm sorry, continue. Yeah. Chekhov. Uh. Um, no, I did, uh, I used to, when I was in uh, college, we did a production, and my second time I did Into the Woods. I played Cinderella's father. Mm -hmm. um, but everybody got mic'd anyway. Yeah. But I, I didn't really need the mic because I only had like five lines in the whole show. And I am loud. And it was a small theater. I understand. Um, but they would do mic checks every night and everybody, you know, most of the main characters are, are singing songs and doing stuff like that. And every night, everybody would come out when it was my turn to do my mic check. Because I would find a speech that I had memorized, um, and I would go out, and that would be my mic check. And they gave me so much. Because the guys in the sound booth were just like, this guy's having fun. We'll just let him go through the whole thing. We'll just let him do it. Like So they just go through, all right, next, next. Oh, Joe's up. Okay, what are you going to do? And so the one that I did, I did um, the Great Moments speech from Miracle, Kurt Russell's speech. Oh, that's actually really good. And I did, um, I had a request one night 
to do um, the ending speech from uh, Rope, the uh, um, one after they find out that inside the table there's it's been this dead really body all the time. Fucking good, actually. And, um, I uh, I had one of the the guy who was playing the baker in that production was like, "You got to do this. This has to be your closing night monologue. I I just need you." And it's just like I did a great scene. Actually, mm-hmm. it makes me think. I did a um, a, a two person scene once. Mm-hmm. Um, the um, the what the fuck the the the, the, the scene on Strangers in a Train mm-hmm. where he um, you know it's the crisscross scene yeah, right? Right. when when the two of them sit there you know I was like yeah, you kill my wife mm-hmm. I kill your or you kill my father I kill your wife and mm-hmm. just the two like what the fuck happened that, that yeah. Hitchcock's good man mm-hmm. Hitchcock oh yeah I'm sorry continue well, that was uh, this kid he really just wanted me to to do the do you think we're God Brandon do you think we're God when you choke the life out of him. <laughs> It was like you just got to You got to do it. So I went into my dorm, and I for like an hour, I just watched that scene on loop, which Rope is also just like an incredible film. It's if a great anybody. fucking movie, and it's it's an it's one of those movies that's all one take. Like yeah, it's a spectacular film. If if you if you haven't seen it, it's I I think it's probably it might be my favorite Hitchcock. Makes honestly. me think you know, the sound the sound check thing makes mm-hmm. me think of something funny. So um, I have a tradition mm-hmm. that since. Senior year in high school, I think, had a senior year. Maybe it was freshman in college. Um, before, right before I go on stage, mm-hmm. I always recite something, mm-hmm. and it's scripture. Mm-hmm. So one night I'm in Les Mis, mm-hmm. and it's dress rehearsal. I'm playing Valjean, mm-hmm. and. There's a whole, you know, right before the, the orchestra starts, I'm, I'm pacing back and forth and I'm getting ready to go on. Dress rehearsal goes and it's done. At the end, the sound, the sound designer walks up and he goes, Jim, were you quoting scripture right before you went on? Mm-hmm. And I said, oh, why? He's like, yeah, it picked up. He's like, he's like I, I, I turned it down and I listened to it. He's like, were you quoting scripture? I said, yes, I was quoting scripture, but not exactly scripture. Mm-hmm. So what the hell was that? The fuck do you think it is? Man is beset on all sides by the inequities of the selfish and the tyranny of evil men. Now I'm not racist. I don't mm. do it like Sam Jackson, right. but but I do. Well, I do a little bit like Sam Jackson. I do. Shepherds the weak through the valley of darkness. This is the truly his brother. This is fucking badass. And the finder of lost children. We're just, we're doing this. And I will strike down upon thee with great vengeance and furious anger those who attempt to poison and destroy my brothers and you will know my name is the lord when i lay my vengeance upon thee so every yeah. night so well, i mean you've only been you've only been, been in one show with me yeah and it wasn't it wasn't a show i still did it yeah i did it right before actually i, I did it Right, um, right before I can make you a man, because I went on stage to sing that, mm-hmm. or, I, or I sang it, so I knew I wasn't going to be able to do it. Yeah, you know, right before I came on, mm-hmm. I played Eddie and Doctor Scott. But yeah, I did that every night. So mm-hmm. yeah, it was just, it was just, it was funny. The sound director, sound designer's like, "Are you quoting scripture?" I'm mm-hmm. like, "Yeah, I'm not religious though. It's fucking Pulp Fiction." Like, oh, okay, that makes mm-hmm. so much more sense. Yeah. So, 
Yeah, so that's... Uh, is that both from Doug? Those are both from okay. Doug. Because he also sent us one last week on Twitter. Yeah, I do remember that. Go ahead, yeah, um, hit it. So he says, Iron Maiden has a match three mobile game. Yep. It's weird, but everyone likes Bejeweled. What band or show would you like to see have a fun game that delves into their universe? I just want to say, I'm very, specifically that Iron Maiden game, I haven't played it. Mm-hmm. But um, Jamie and I are going to see Iron Maiden this year. What's the matter? What other thing? Well, maybe maybe you're going with somebody else then. Supposedly we're going to see Iron Maiden. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and um, the, the concert, the tour, mm-hmm. is to promote that video game. Right. Or it's based on that video game. So mm-hmm. that's cool. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm excited for it. Yeah. So. Do you have any bands or properties or anything um, like that that you would want to have? Oh, man, a, Iron a Maiden's that... pretty good. Um, I don't know. Uh, the, the thing is, like, there's bands don't have fucking universes mm-hmm. unless they have like fucking mascots or something like that. Well, that's, yeah, that's why. Um, I feel you, like know that's you know what would be good? You know what would be good? If you did a video game based on mm-hmm. the, just the album, mm-hmm. Shout at the Devil by mm-hmm. Motley Crue, because it really kind of takes place, like, it really kind of does take place in like a post apocalyptic mm-hmm. type thing. Um, even if, if you like, if you like old school metal, mm-hmm. but you you know you kind of think of Motley Crue as kind of like a glam type thing, they're not. Shout at the Devil is one of the greatest heavy metal albums ever made. Mm-hmm. So I know people that don't like Motley Crue, but they love that album. Mm-hmm. That fucking album is awesome. It so, also says uh, bands or shows. So you have anything? Like you say shows, like what? Like, like TV shows, or I guess we could even go like movies, or you know. Um, maybe. I'd like to see a video game. Even just like you know, delving deeper into the universe, so it's just like yeah. What, what do yeah. you think? You think of one? I'm just thinking like you know, things that like unlock cards and shit like that. You know, one of the it's already a game, but like one of the things that I liked about the first Destiny was you would unlock the cards that would open up. You know, they would explain different parts of the universe and, and things like that, which I liked. Well, fucking, and, I mean, fucking, like, all the Elder Scrolls mm-hmm. games, all those books that and, and, are out yeah. there and tell you about the cosmology. Jesus and um, Mass Effect did the same thing yeah. where you could unlock different information. I First off, I would just love another actual Mass Effect game. Andromeda doesn't count. Andromeda is a giant piece of garbage. I would like, what I would really like is for them to do an HD re-release of that original Mass Effect I trilogy. I have never but played Mass Effect. Mass Effect, the original Mass Effect trilogy, people talk shit about the ending of the yeah. third game. I got everything I needed out of that ending before the like gameplay portion of yeah. it. I, yeah. I got all the goodbyes to my favorite characters that I made sure survived all the way through. <laughs> um, like, I, you know... But I would just love to be able to play those games again. But like a show or a, a movie that I would like to delve deeper into, I I would like to see some kind of like. I'm really interested in the world that they built in the John Wick movies. Yeah, I still have never seen a John Wick movie. They do this thing. It's kind of like Mad Max Fury Road. Yeah, where they just throw you in and start throwing language and like items and things at you and yeah. expect you to just follow along. They okay. don't and it's kind of like Dune where it's just like we're going to throw you into this world which really could use had video games. A mm. couple of video games were horrible. Yeah. That could use like you could do like an epic fucking 
when you read it more, you'll get mm. like, like an epic fucking video game set in the world of Dune. Mm-hmm. Holy shit, I play the fuck out of that. I play like 90 hours of that fucking mm-hmm. game. Like I can see like a huge like, open world. Like take like, oh my God. Um, I could see an MMO out of Dune. Mm-hmm. Like a Dune MMO, because hmm. there are character classes there. I, there are already you, mm-hmm. you, you pick a, a you pick a, a family that you that you you know you decide you're either going to be a Harkonnen or a Fremen or a Carino or a, you know all these different families, and then you character class. Oh yeah, fucking Dune. Mm-hmm. There you go. Thanks, yeah. Joe. Thanks, 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 Doug. But I feel like there's just so many of these properties where it's like they have these worlds established. And they don't talk about it. They just throw you in, which I love. But I also would love to get deeper into... I mean, say what you want about the midichlorians. You know, I don't love it. But I like the idea of diving into the world and expanding so, it for some for some properties. Well, I and, and again, we can have midichlorians mm. all day. But I got to be honest with you. I feel like... Sometimes there's too much of that. I mean, mm. we're talking about a video game. That's right, fine. Yeah. But sometimes there's too much of that, or there's too much of a demand for that. Mm-hmm. In that, um, you know, people are like, "Well, why did that? I, I, I want to know where that came from." Or like, I, "I that wasn't even explained. It just happened." Well, sometimes you don't need right. everything goddamn yeah. spoon fed to you. Mm-hmm. It just fucking happens. Just fucking deal. I with mean, it. half the time that people bring up that argument, you could answer them with, "Because magic." Yeah. Like, is so. wh- how come uh, Ant Man was able to do that thing? Because superpowers. Yeah. Quantum realm. Boom. Like, why do you need to know who's Ray's parents are? Mm-hmm. Right. Like, like, why is that important to you? Yeah. Unless it's central to the story, which thus far it has not mm-hmm. been. But it, just like, like I was talking about with like Mass Effect and Destiny, where mm-hmm. you have the unlockable cards, where it's like, hey, you've run into this alien race. If you want to read this like eight paragraph thing about the history of them and why they're yeah. like this, you can. If you don't, just keep playing the game. Yeah. I like shit like that, where if I, I truly get invested in a world, I can learn more, mm-hmm. but I don't necessarily need it. So like, yeah. you know, I want to learn more about the John Wick universe, but I don't need to because I get it. You know, I I understand it well enough. Another thing was back in the day there was going to be a Matrix MMO, mm-hmm. which could, in theory, have been really cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I don't think, at the time, would have been practical. Mm-hmm. I think today, you could probably do that yeah. more, though. I don't know. So, good question, Doug. Um, now, you said we had another question on Twitter? Uh, no, that's the only one I, I think you had one from Adrian. Uh, no, that was he was talking about wanting us to watch Hudson Hawk. Oh, Adrian yeah. wants to watch Hudson Hawk. So I guess that's it, then. Mm-hmm. That's all we got? Wow. All right, so we thought this yeah. was going to be a short episode, but it has not been. No. So, yeah. Um, cool. Uh, so, yeah, we, we would really like some feedback from y'all concerning what we're going to do next. Mm-hmm. Um, so if people did want to let us know, Joe, how would they get in touch with us? They can email us, couchcrouches at gmail.com. They can find us on Facebook, facebook.com slash couchcrouches. They can find us on Twitter and Instagram, which is at couchcrouches. Uh, they can uh, post comments on Podbean. They can review us on iTunes. They can do any number of things. All right. 
And Gonzo's Mac Bla Black Magic Corner. Have you summoned the demons today? Oh, wait. All yes. Right. <laughs> yes, he has. All right. That's good enough. For Couch Grouches, this is Jim. I'm Joe. Fuck on, audience. Donkey Kong. I want more Donkey Kong universe. <laughs>